Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Christmas Eve to all of you. I am your host, Lucky, and it is my birthday, actually. So, uh, yeah, wanted to do uh, wanted to do a little bit of uh, you know, uh, you know, the usual, right? I still do this six days a week. I'm still gonna be doing it on Christmas. Hopefully, uh, you guys. I mean, I welcome you to hang out with me on Christmas, but. Uh, I hope that you're with your families and all that stuff, and maybe you can check back on Monday or something like that. Anyway, uh, today we're going to go over to the CPTSD or Complex PTSD subreddit. Um, but before we get into that, if you guys are new here, basically this is what I do. I go to different subreddits and give uh, very generalized advice, although I am not a professional. So please take it, take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Um yeah, you know, I, I just did a video today. I hope I'll be able to get it up today. I, I recorded it on my freaking phone because um, I wanted to do it very early um, since, uh, you know, it, it, the house is going to be crazy the whole day. So it's going to be not ideal for me to record with my usual mic, which pretty much picks up anything uh, and everything, which it's a very good mic, by the way. But it's not this one is one of those mics that's just right next to my face. So I can do this whenever, even with my when my nephew is going crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I, I was thinking about doing alcoholism again. I, I didn't. I, I didn't want to completely, you know, go over the same stuff. But you know, a lot of people have a lot of trouble around the holidays, and um, I'm my, myself included. I think the problem is I've had so many birthdays that were terrible because of me drinking alcohol or that kind of stuff. That because um, what I used to do, we used to celebrate Chris the Eve of Christmas Eve. So we used to celebrate. Uh, December 23rd and just get completely messed up and to the point where I would make my make a, a fool out of myself I'd feel terrible the next day everybody around me was shaming me and you know rightfully so but still it didn't feel great to feel ashamed on my birthday um, and yeah it, it just got to the and I think I've gotten so used to that pattern that every single time I get to Christmas Eve it just reminds me of that so I just I get kind of down around my birthday most of the time um, so it's always tough for me. Um, but with complex PTSD, if you guys are new here, um, it's basically, uh, PTSD that has to do with relationships. So we call, they typically call it like relational trauma. Um, and in 2022, if, uh, you know, what Nadine Macaluso, a woman that I interviewed on this channel a long time ago, uh, if she's to be believed, uh, which I'm sure she is, uh, she had said that the world health organization was, th was considering putting, uh, or I think they, they're going to be putting um, complex PTSD in uh, the new DSM-5 or, you know, that big thing that psychologists use that have all the different mental illnesses in it um, as a, as an actual cat. So you can actually get diagnosed with it instead of, you know, maybe something else. So um, anyway, let's go into the first post here and see what, uh, what people have to say. First post here says uh, the title is I did it. I survived a full year without without trying to off myself. Congratulations, by the way. That is a. That's a big, uh, big feat, and a lot of people that maybe have not considered suicide would probably not understand that statement. But I absolutely understand what you're saying. Um, let's see the next. Let's see what it says. After a religious suicide because of homophobia, I am back. I survived. I turned my life around. There, there are still problems, but I am going uh, better than how I was going before. If anyone wa wants a hug, I will give you one. I might be a little late, but I will try my best. Thank you all for so much for the support. Um, and that's that's awesome. I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what... Uh, so I, I'm assuming you were somewhat like, uh, what, 
excommunicated. Well, not excommunicated, but you know, you know what I mean. Like you're probably um, uh, hurt because of the um, the religion that you're belonging to. And by the way, I don't have problems with people who are religious, and I don't have people probably excuse me. I don't have problems with people who are um, homosexual. Um, you know, uh, the the problem is that sometimes when people are so religious that they um, and you know, uh, you'd be surprised at how many. Uh, uh, of the minority community are, you know, pretty like, because the Bible is, is very, very uh, well taught in those communities, especially in the Samoan community. So even there are sometimes where um, I talk to Samoan people and they don't get homosexuality. Um, and I don't, I don't think we have to, I don't think everybody has to like agree about, you know, whether or not homosexuality is a sin, you know, whatever like that. We just need to make sure that we don't let those beliefs affect the way that we treat people. Meaning, if we have somebody who is, you know, homosexual over here, you have a family member or something like that, uh, and that's exactly that's what they want to do. Then that's what they want to do, right? And and they're and they're of age, you know, they're eighteen and older. That's what they want to do, right? Um, doesn't mean that you have to agree with the path that they take. I mean, very rarely do I find that. Um, I, actually, that's not true. Uh, you know, a lot. Let's just say sometimes there are times where you know parents really don't agree with the path that they're children take and that's totally fine you don't have to um so i'm happy for you i'm glad that you were able to get back on track and i'm sure that probably caused a little bit of a divide this is just me speculating right because obviously there's not a lot of context in here but um you know when we're talking about religion and all that kind of stuff i'm assuming you're you probably grew up in the church and figured out you know you had feelings for um excuse me your same sex and maybe that caused a divide in your family Either way, I do wish you all the best. I'm so happy that you uh, made it full year and just keep going day by day, uh, week by week, month by month, year by year, and make it to a to a to a late age. Um, you know, I always joke that I don't want to be, I don't want to live past like 70, 75 or something like that. You know, we'll we'll see we'll we'll see where life takes us at that point. <laughs> just because I tend to see people really start to degrade at that point, so that's my only reason for it. Uh, it's more a little bit more of a, a like a, a tongue in cheek joke, but um, either way, I, I'm very very happy for you. Uh, let's move on to the next one. It says seeking uh, seeking mental health treatment requires a level of self compassion that a lot of traumatized people don't have. Yeah, and you know when we talk about like self compassion, this goes back to what I talk about with self respect. If you don't respect yourself, it's very, very tough for other people to respect you as well. Um, it, it's just one of those things. It's almost like you become a mirror, and then those people become a mirror. And it's like they're mirroring everything that you're doing. We're very social animals. And as much as we like to think that we are individuals, um, and we are. We are absolutely individuals. But to a certain degree, we are shaped by our society. Um, that's why it's very tough because some societies are very collectivist uh, you can look at some place like japan I'm not knocking japan i love love the japanese culture and everything but the japan japanese culture is very very collectivist if you stand out that is not a good thing whereas in america it's very 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 individualistic and if you do stand out that's a great thing but if you want to be something that everybody else is it seems like it's almost a bad thing you know what i mean it's, it's very strange uh it can go to two two complete extremes and you have to be really careful about um going to either one of those but going back to like the the self-compassion um when, when we talk about like uh like self self-compassion self-respect all that kind of stuff when you feel when you don't feel like you deserve compassion you you very rarely go out and seek it 
Um, and compassion can mean a lot of things. It could be um, working out if you're very overweight. It could be, or you know, just exercising in general if you're very overweight. It could be, like this says, um, going to mental health treatment, whatever that may be, whether it be a psychiatric treatment or, or a psychological treatment, whatever it may be. Um, requires a lot of uh, you know self-respect as well, right? You you need to want yourself to be better in order for that to happen. And, and actually in order for it to work too, because you, of course you can go to these places and, you know, request help, but you also need to be the one that initiates a lot of this stuff. You can't just uh, go in there, say you want help, and then just uh, expect everything to, uh, you know, expect everything to fall in place. You're the one ultimately that has all these pieces. And if you just throw all these pieces, up, it, like if you have a, a like a big Lego set or something like like uh, the one what's the one i see in like um in like spider-man and stuff like lego star the lego death star and stuff if you throw a lego death star and you throw like the the pieces up in the air it's not going to just create itself right like if you just have all the pieces scattered around you just throw it up in the air and it, it, it doesn't just all fall into place you actually have to put those things into place and that's a lot like treatment uh, but you also need to want what uh what the the final goal is you want you would you should want um self-improvement so and when you're traumatized and when you are, when you've dealt, especially with relational trauma, relational trauma is really, I mean, it's just a different beast in PTSD. than PTSD. Then let, let's say if you were at, at war and, and witnessed things, it's just a different beast in the sense that when you look at like relationships and stuff, the, the, the problem is, is those relationships affect your other relationships and what are what is one of the main things that i talk about on this podcast a lot is communities and purpose community and purpose are, should be the two things that you take out of every single one of my podcasts um even if i don't say them and when we talk about community i mean if you are if you end up and th this has happened before to me as well now I, I, i'm not you know saying that i have cptsd i'm just saying when I, the relationship that I had with my father affected heavily the other relationships that I had with many other people, um, you know, it didn't matter whether it was a father figure or anything like that. It was just the biggest, uh, it, it was, uh, it was just tough for me to look at people the same way after being treated like that. So, um, yeah, our relationships have a huge impact on us throughout our lives. And once you're, you know, um, hopefully if you do have CPTSD, first off that you're, you're diagnosed with it from a professional and you get the help that you need. Anyway, let's go to the next post here. Um, and best of luck to anybody out there who is struggling to seek treatment. You definitely should, if that is a viable option for you. Uh, this post says, what's the normal amount of physical punishment? I know that most people raised by the last generation will have been hit by their parents at some point in life, but where does it cross over into abuse? My mother likes to say she stopped hitting me. When I was young, but that's a bold-faced lie. She was still throwing me around until I moved out to university. I just struggled to figure out if it counts as trauma. It was pretty regular, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't help. It didn't help matters by being argumentative when she started getting annoyed at me and stuff. Yeah, the problem is, and somebody mentions all physical punishment is abuse. This is something that I've been kind of wondering about a little bit. Is uh, is physical discipline a a, a uh, is a physical discipline abuse? Um, is corporal punishment abuse? It's hard to say. I think it's very. I I I don't want to be closed minded about it, despite the, my bias against it, right? Um, because I'll tell you what's kind of happening now that I'm seeing is there's a ton of kids, especially young boys, who are t growing up to be very very disrespectful. 
And I'm not saying people need to hit them, but I think we've gone the complete other way to the point where it's like, oh, you know, oh, you know, little, this little kid, he wanted this, he wanted that. I'm like, what, it doesn't matter what he wanted. I mean, what do you, how do you guys want to raise him is the real question, right? Um, so yeah, I, I think we've gotten completely the other way too. So I don't know, there, there has to be some type of bounce, but when you're, when somebody's assaulting you over like being mad and stuff, that's a very different thing. That was the problem with my father was he was, it was just, he was very quick to anger and he just let it all out, man. Even to his, like his older days, my, um, one of my cousins revealed this to me that he was, uh, you know, he, he was like in a, uh, he used like a walking stick around, but he was very, very weak. He was on dialysis and stuff. And even towards the last of his days, there was this, just this guy that he didn't like for some, for uh, pretty much no reason. It didn't, you know, there was like no reason for my dad to hate him. But my dad, whenever, you know, whenever he gets mad at people, he goes to violence. Well, he was so weak that he just put his hand on the guy's wrist, you know, trying to like get him and stuff. And, you know, the guy just easily took a, took his hand off. I was like, oh, I don't want any trouble here. But, you know, he's so he was so used to uh, going to that whenever he got angry. Um, now, if we're talking about like the, you know, uh, like a physical abuse to show because the real the reality is I'm thinking that. The reason why I, I don't want to be completely close-minded to it is the fact that the world is a harsh, harsh, harsh place that will not allow you. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Or sorry, it doesn't. Uh, the world doesn't care whether or not you were hit as a child, whether or not it's going to hit you with whatever it has. And I do tend to find people who have been hit, but like not from a place of anger, just a place of you know we don't do that, you can't do that, what yada yada yada. Um, they seem to be. A little bit better acclimated to some things but then again like i said this is more hypothetical this is more of just my general thoughts on things just from hearing certain celebrities or you know hearing some of my other um some of my other uncles all that kind of stuff but i mean what do you guys think right it, it, th this is just me pondering a little bit i like i said i don't want to completely shut the conversation to say that all physical abuse or sorry all uh physical you know um punishment is abuse but I also don't want to go the other way either in terms of, you know, um, completely just, oh, yeah, every time my kid does something, I beat his, uh, his butt, you know, that kind of stuff. Sorry, I'm trying not to, not to cuss on this channel anymore. Um, but, yeah, you, you don't – it's hard to figure that out. Um, and like I said, I'm just starting to see a lot of disrespect in the, in the newer generation. So I don't know. I, I would be kind of careful to at least figure out how to word things better and with more – with more like, uh, what would you say, authority and all that kind of stuff. Sorry about my dog barking. I think my brother just came back with my birthday pizza. Anyway, let's go over to the next post here. It says, uh, tired, been waking up this entire week, panicked and nauseous. Let's see here. Symptoms, nightmare. and it's, Oh, they actually have like a flair for that. That's awesome. Um, let's see. It says, the fun symptoms of PTSD, the nightmare is not being able to even remember I was having a nightmare. So I just wake up exhausted and panicked. Running out of bed to the nearest bathroom. Holidays apparently are getting to my subconscious pretty good. Sleeping only three to four hours is fun and all, but I'm already stressed enough without without the lack of sleep. My only savior has been spraying uh, aromatherapy in my room to calm down after a rough night. I think all I want this holiday season is just a moment of absolute peace in my body and mind. You and probably a lot of people out there. Um, you know, and I, I hear about this a lot. I've never... For, for me in particular, I, I've had this happen once to me. I've uh, uh, like once in my in in like a, a span of time, 
where I was just waking up. Um, you know, I want to I want to say that it was around uh, when I was losing a lot of people. So I was lo- when I lost my my uh, my my fa- father, my uncle, and my grandfather within like a five month or six month period. Um, that was kind of tough, and I I think I just kept waking up because I was. I was so scared that I was going to like, I was going to just fade into obscurity so much so that every time I went to sleep, I just felt, it almost felt like a death to me. Like every time I went to sleep, I was, there was a chance I wouldn't wake up. And what happens if I didn't wake up? Well, then I would have just faded into obscurity because I didn't get the things done that I needed to get done. You know, I was, I I, was back in 2017. So I must've been, 25 something like that either way it was really a lot to handle um it was it was very much like an existential crisis for the most part um just figuring out you know just thinking about like what what am i good for what you know what am i what was i put on here to do uh, on earth to do uh there were a lot of things going through my mind at that point and so um you know and the thing is when we're talking about sleep man people underestimate how much sleep can change the game even dude even bodybuilders uh they are very strict about sleep they are very very strict because of the repair process that it that it uh, invokes in building muscle you know you'd be surprised like uh how uh you know small uh sorry getting uh less sleep can actually affect your your gains when you're going to the gym and stuff and yeah bodybuilders are very like, at least the ones that i follow jay cutler uh, greg Doucette, um uh, ronnie coleman uh, these guys were really like practical. I mean, sorry, they were very, very much about, I got to go to sleep. Like they, they, you gotta think about it, right? They are, they're basically, uh, use their, they use their body as a form of entertainment for us. And therefore it is their livelihood. So that thing that they have, right, their body, just the same way that you put oil in your car, right? Because you need to get to work. Um, that's what they're doing, man. They're they're making sure it get it gets tuned up. It does all that stuff. And when you don't sleep, that's how my mania got started was from lack of sleep. And that's how I hear a lot of people's mania starts is when they um, all of a sudden they won't go to they they won't be able to go to sleep and they'll just they'll just look around and you know all of a sudden start seeing visions because they're tired, right? I mean, you know, look at anybody who's maybe watched a scary movie and then all of a sudden they're trying to go to sleep and they can't, right? Um, they, all of a sudden they can start seeing stuff and it, you know, it's very, very, uh, it, it sucks, but yeah, like I said, um, sleep is very, very important. So if you guys ever hear somebody say, oh, you can sleep when you're dead. Don't listen to that BS. Don't, if you, uh, if you need to sleep or if you, you're having trouble with sleeping because of certain things in your life, then you need to rearrange them. Um, I know people got to do what they got to do. I get that. Right. But at the same time. You got to get sleep, man. You have to get sleep. There are very few people that I know who work well off of lack of sleep. And, you know, even then you can tell there's like a little bit of a, a emotional drain or the, the, it's almost like their emotions didn't get like a restart. Like, dude, whenever I wake up, I don't typically now I don't I typically I don't wake up like as stressed out as I did the night before. And it feels great, man. I'll be real with you. It feels really good. Now, the stress can come back really fast, like it did, you know, a little bit this morning. But, uh, you know, once I went to the gym and everything, it was just so much better. So, guys, definitely you want to get a good night's sleep. Uh, you know, in terms of the hours for you, they say seven to nine is the best amount of time. 
Um, but you know, more than what you're getting, um, you know, if you're getting like four to six, I do sometimes I, I'm, I'm, I, I think my average in my life is usually about around a six hours. Um, so I'm definitely trying to get that better and it feels, it's a night and day difference. Um, I don't know if that was a pun or not, but anyway, uh, let's go over to the next post here. It says, uh, I could use some support tonight is the title of this one. Uh, it says, I am breaking down after too long for stay, uh, for staying strong. Please tell me kind things. Um, yeah, so when we're when you are breaking down, right, there's there's this moment, right? So this is where the, actually, if we go back to the discipline thing, this is where the discipline thing can either make or break somebody. Because uh, I got this from like a show. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Kim Possible. It was this uh, Disney show back in the, back in back in my day um <laughs> and uh you know she's this secret agent girl um i feel like i'm about to sing the song and i don't want <laughs> i was i was very very like close to singing the song anyway um her and her dad was like punishing her she he was trying to give her like a discipline because she she did something wrong and did all that kind of stuff and one of the things that he's mentioned to her is i'm tough but i'm fair and i think when we're talking about people breaking down and stuff. There are a lot of people who tend to keep going in terms of you got to pick yourself up, man. You got to man up and all this other stuff. I don't mind that advice at certain points in when it's necessary, when, when it actually makes sense to say that to somebody. But if you, if this person's about to break the hell down um, and they're literally on the precipice of oblivion, sorry to make it sound so dramatic, but it kind of is for a lot of people. Uh, you know, this is when the the kind support. Now, you don't have to give them empty compliments. Make sure, like, this is one thing that I notice when I'm trying to cheer people. I, I don't like to use that term "cheer people up" because uh, it's it it makes it sound like it's only a temporary matter. Um, what I like to do is just remind people what they do well, because no matter who you meet, they do something well. And if you're a good, and this is why you, as a good friend, you definitely want to pay attention to people. Because when when it comes to banking that on that, right, you can start telling people, oh, well, you're very empathetic and you're empathetic to a fault. That might be why you're feeling this way. Um, you know, you remember that time that, you know, I was hurting and you ended up crying with you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Like um, those types of very sincere um, uh, that, that moment of sincere appreciation to somebody could really help them out of a of a hole and it, it just a uh, read you a little edit thing i guess they they edited it afterwards it says i feel so much better thank you thanks to you all usually i just keep to myself because i don't have healthy people to ask for support right now but i'm learning to ask for help and you guys are all amazing thank you and sending so much love that is awesome i'm glad like i said um i i talk about this a lot on my other channel casual bros and how toxic reddit can be and uh, just how toxic the internet community can be but i think that there is there i think that the bad is just so loud like the the very loud toxic people are just so loud that it's hard to hear the good people uh but i'm so happy to hear that they came to your aid um let's go let's do one more post here um let's see here uh anybody else absolutely petrified of feeling your anger i'm afraid of what or who i'll turn into i don't want to be a cruel person yeah, you know, that that's that's actually something that I've felt like pretty recently. I was having like some really bad anger issues just because what I mentioned a little bit earlier where a lot of my birthdays have not been very uh, conducive because it was my fault, right, for getting way too drunk before them. 
Um, and that kind of reminded me, like every time I, it comes to this time of year, it reminds me that, oh, this is when I usually drink. This is when I usually like, cause you know, it's the coup de gras, right? We got the, we got my birthday, we got Christmas, we got uh, New Year's Eve, we got New Year's. I mean, yeah. And yes, I did drink on New Year's as well. Um, so you, you got all this stuff that I used to partake in and now, um, and you have to remember, I'm only like three, what, three, three years sober right now. So uh, at least from alcohol, right? Um, two years off of uh, off of weed, and it it still hits me that it sometimes, like I said, my addiction brain just kind of makes me try and forget that I am sober. It's very convincing, I'll tell you that much, man. If anything, I'm a very good liar. <laughs> at least my addiction brain is. So you know when I and then all of a sudden I start to get angry because I'm all, it's almost like I'm disconnected from myself in the sense that I am you know, I, I, I know that I'm sober, but you know, why, why am I sober again? Oh, it's because of you, you know, I start to go to the blame thing where, you know, oh, it's because you guys, uh, you know, whenever I get drunk, you guys kill my buzz and you guys are the reason, you know, um, all these very unnecessary, uh, what would you say, uh, uh, excuses that obviously aren't true, but it's just the way that I'm feeling in that moment that makes me, um, extra you know extra angry and stuff and um i i'll just say this don't be afraid of your anger just because i think that uh your anger is a, an important part of you your anger tells you when there's something that you don't feel is right doesn't mean that you're right right doesn't mean that you're you're um doesn't mean that what you're feeling right now is good or anything like that just means that you are you know maybe in a different place mentally than you should be or maybe you're not Maybe, uh, you know, somebody wronged you, right? That's a reason to be angry. But acting off of that anger or using that anger as an energy source to go forward, man, anger runs out real quick. That's why when you see a street fight, that's why it only lasts for like a minute, right? Whereas if you watch an MMA fight, um, typically they last for 15 minutes. But if you see somebody that's very, very angry in MMA or boxing, they don't typically seem to last past like the first couple of rounds because they're so angry and all that anger is pent up. They're throwing with reckless abandon. They want to knock the dude down. Um, it's not happening, right? So, um, yeah, just be careful. Uh, um, accept your anger for what it is, but also don't let it control who you are. That's a very tall task. I'm not saying that's very simple, but don't let it control your actions because that is when people will – because people won't just be like, oh, dude, your anger is such a dick, dude. It, they're going to be like, you are such a dick. And – that could kill your confidence even more. So, uh, you know, just remember to learn self-control as you go forward. And, um, and yeah, it, it, it's not, like I said, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's very necessary if you want to um, be a part of any uh, healthy society. But anyway, guys, uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Also, I'll have a link to the CPTSD uh, subreddit in the description box down below. Hope you guys have a merry, merry Christmas. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.